0: Kingsville is on the ground. Kingsville, Texas. We're just a short drive south of Corpus Christi and well worth the visit. Kingsville is Coolsville. Welcome to a series of crazy conundrums, Tall Tales from South Texas, the podcast, and introducing your author and host, Tom DeFrancesca. Tell us a good story, Tom. Happy April, and welcome to episode four of my podcast. Where does the time go? It seems like it was just yesterday when I launched this audio endeavor. I sure appreciate all the positive feedback and continued encouragement I've been receiving from my listeners. You'll remember back in Episode 2, I shared several of my own personal life-can-be-stranger-than-fiction stories with you, and then the opening to Episode 3, I I shared a couple of additional stories. Well, in this podcast, I've got two additional incidents to share, and then I'll, I'll tell you the next big tall tale. Not long after getting out of the U.S. Coast Guard in 1987, I went to work as a police dispatcher in Clovis, New Mexico. I'd only been in Clovis for a few weeks and did not know anyone there except for my parents who had moved there a few years earlier. While I was going through the training process for new dispatchers, I met one of the full-time communicators who had been working there for several years. And over the next few weeks, while I was undergoing training, Becky and I would often exchange pleasantries and then go about our respective duties. The strange thing was that every time I saw or spoke to Becky, it was as if I had met her before, possibly a long time before ever arriving in Clovis. Finally, one day I got up the nerve and I asked Becky about her personal life, like where she was from and things like that. We then started exchanging information about our backgrounds, and although she had no feelings of familiarity with me, she understood how convinced I was that we had met before. Sometime during our conversation one evening, I had mentioned that i had once served in the U.S. Coast Guard. Becky suddenly gave me a funny look and said, you know, my brother in law is in the Coast Guard. In an automatic response to her comment, I had immediately asked Becky what her brother-in-law's name was. Of course, I never expected to recognize the name. I mean, there were over 30,000 people in the Coast Guard back then, but I had to ask the question anyway. Becky then told me the man's name. I guess I sat there looking at Becky like a deer in the headlights after she had spoken the name. Tom, what's the matter? Why are you looking at me so strangely? Becky had asked. You're Patsy's sister, aren't you? I had said. It was then Becky's turn to stare at me with her mouth wide open and a stunned look on her face. Come to find out, I had been stationed with Becky's brother-in-law for over four years at the Coast Guard station that sat on the banks of the Ohio River in Owensboro, Kentucky. We had all been friends, and I had been to their home several times for dinner over the years. I even house-sat for them on an occasion. I hadn't seen or spoken to the couple in over two years since leaving Kentucky and eventually the military. Becky and I just sat there looking at each other in amazement. It was no wonder that Becky had seemed so familiar to me. She looked and sounded a great deal like her older sister, Patsy. The great mystery had finally been solved. By the way, we called Patsy and her husband that night and excitedly explained what we had just discovered. You know, for some reason, though, they just didn't seem to be all that excited about it. Maybe, just maybe it had something to do with the fact that it was almost 2 a.m. their time on the East Coast when we made that call. Go figure. A few weeks after that incident, I decided to visit for the first time the First Baptist Church of Clovis, New Mexico, on one Sunday morning. While there, I could not help but detect a specific southern accent in the pastor's voice as he delivered his sermon that day. He had not sounded like he was from New Mexico or West Texas. After the service, I introduced myself to the pastor and asked him directly if he was, in fact, from Kentucky. The pastor had seemed quite surprised by my question and asked me how I could have possibly known such a thing. I then told the pastor that I had spent four years in Owensboro, Kentucky with the Coast Guard. Surprise turned to shock for the pastor and then for myself when he revealed to me that he had actually grown up in Owensboro and had once been a high school teacher there before eventually becoming a minister and relocating to New Mexico. It truly is a small, small world, isn't it? Alright, we're going to take a little break here. When we come back, I'll have a really good tall tale to tell you, and you won't want to miss it. You might even want to listen to the story twice. Oh, by the way, I'll be once again featuring a local musician and their music toward the end of this podcast after the story. We'll be back in a minute. Come in and browse a while. You're always welcome at the Novel Blend Bookstore. Shop our selection of used books. unique gifts featuring work by local artisans and a variety of vintage vinyl albums. The Novel Blend is also a gathering place with comfy surroundings, hot and cold beverages, live music in the warehouse, Located in historic downtown Kingsville, the Novel Blend Bookstore. We're here to make you smile. Did you know that the Cup of Blessing Christian Gift Shop has now been located downtown for over one year? That's right. They relocated in 2022 and their fans have followed them to the heart of historic downtown Kingsville. You'll find hundreds of Christian-related gift items at the Cup of Blessing Christian Gift Shop, and it's easy to find at 314 East Clayburg Avenue, right across the street from the Novel Blend Bookstore and the Kingsville Coffee Cup. Boy, have I got a tale for you today. A couple of weeks ago, I had decided to go sit and visit with Bruce Harvell, who, along with his wife, Linda, owned the Kingsville Coffee Cup, which is located right next door to our bookstore here in historic downtown Kingsville, Texas. Bruce and Linda originally created Linda Vista Jewelry and Art a few years back and then eventually established the Kingsville Coffee Cup inside the very same building. There is always a very unique mix of products and services as well as a well-rounded cast of characters, I mean customers, inside the building at any given time. The building itself has a vast history and has been around since 1946. The most historically iconic business located within the walls of the structure was Trant's Dress Shop, which was the place for women's clothing in Kingsville for decades. Located next door, where our bookstore is now located, was Trant's Children's Wear, and there was a large opening in the wall between the two businesses, and both were owned by the same family. By the way, a few years back, as Jill and I were going through some very old paperback books we discovered the first page of one of the books had been stamped. And it was stamped with The Reading Corner, 311 East Clayburg Avenue. And so that means that the Novel Blend is at least the second bookstore to be located at the same location, and we think that's a pretty cool fact. We're guessing The Reading Corner was in our building sometime in the 1980s. So anyways, to get back with the story... Bruce and I had taken Roost at the table closest to the coffee bar in point of sale area and we were engaged in a conversation. About 10 minutes into our conversation, these two regular customers walked in and so that meant it must be a Thursday morning because that's the only time they come in to the coffee shop together. Every single week. The two men also always show up with goodies from Eve's Heavenly Delights Bakery, which conveniently sits on the other side of the bookstore. Block 300 of Clayburgh Avenue is becoming a very hip place. I mean, great coffee, used books, unique boutiques, and baked treats all on the same block. You sure can't beat that. Now, it's a well-known fact that Bill and Roberto had grown up together, but their families were quite different from each other, which, despite that fact, had no real issue or obstacles in their friendship. After they had ordered up their favorite coffees from the largest menu in the world, Now, you'll have to check that fact out for yourself, but I'm telling you, it's right there on the Kingsville Coffee Cup sign. The two men, in their late 20s, made their way over to a table closer to the front of the store and away from Bruce and me. Bruce then returned to our table, and we reignited our deep discussion and intelligent conversation, which in reality is just a tempted witty banner, bad jokes, and a little bit of shared gossip. About 15 minutes later, Roberto had asked Bruce if it was okay for him to use the restroom, and Bruce had given him the thumbs-up sign. The remodeling job on the restroom is finally finished, Bruce had offered up to everyone as Roberto passed us on the way to the back of the building. In a couple of minutes' time, Roberto returned from the restroom, and something I saw had immediately caught my eye, but I didn't say anything. And I had looked over at Bruce at that time, and I could tell that he had realized something was up as well. So we both just waited to see how Bill would react. Oh, that's really hilarious, Bill had exclaimed. There was no response from Roberto, though. He simply had a look of shock on his face as he stared down at Bill, who was still sitting at the table. It's hilarious, all right, Roberto eventually replied. "'How in the world did you pull that off?' he asked Bill. "'I haven't pulled anything off, wise guy,' Bill had replied. "'It's you that's trying to pull one over on me.' "'Why are you now wearing the same exact shirt, pants, and shoes that I'm wearing?' Roberto asked with a serious look on his face. He had looked like he couldn't quite get himself to sit down at the table. "'I was wearing these clothes when we walked in the front door a little bit ago,' Bill here replied as he turned and looked over at Bruce and me. Hey, I'm with Bill, Bruce had offered. He was, in fact, wearing those clothes. But you, Roberto, were not wearing what you have on now. I think your prank on Bill is bombed royally, Bruce had suggested with a laugh. Okay, we're going to take a short break right here. And after a short message, be back and I'll finish this episode. Old-fashioned hospitality awaits you in Kingsville, Texas. From familiar hotel chains to quaint local inns and RV communities, Kingsville is sure to have you covered when looking for a clean and cozy place to rest during your stay. Kingsville's close proximity to Corpus Christi and the Texas Gulf Coast makes its location a quiet, budget-friendly option for visitors who wish to stretch their dollar a little further. In addition, one of the benefits of Kingsville's relatively small size is that no matter where you stay, you're only minutes away from local attractions, shopping areas, and restaurants. Annual events throughout the year include the Clayburg County Junior Livestock Show and Concert. The exciting Wings over South Texas Air Show featuring the Blue Angels, the King Ranch Ranch Hand Breakfast and Weekend Festival, and the beloved La Posada de Kingsville Parade of Lights. Additional event information may be found on the calendar page at the Kingsville Visitor Center website at kingsvilletexas.com. That's kingsvilletexas.com. Southern Charm is a charming little boutique located in the heart of historic downtown Kingsville. Located at 314 East Clayburg Avenue and owned by Rebecca Luna, you'll find a large variety of women's clothing, cute jewelry, and unique gift items all at the Southern Charm Boutique. Becky just celebrated the store's one-year anniversary after having relocated to downtown Kingsville and welcomes all of her longtime customers to visit with her at Southern Charm Boutique. As you'll recall, Roberto had taken a potty break, and when he had returned, he had quickly noticed that Bill was now wearing the same clothes that Roberto was, and that he had called Bill out on his attempted prank. Oh, I see. Bill got the two of you involved in his ruse, Roberto had replied. Bill had then offered up, you know full well that Sylvia bought these clothes as a gift for me on our anniversary last year. "'Now why in the world would my wife buy you clothes "'on yours and Dolores' anniversary?' Roberto had asked. "'Did she buy a dress for Dolores as well?' he then had asked sarcastically. "'Oh, boy,' was all Bill could muster up to say. "'You must have been planning this complicated prank for some time now, buddy,' he had then offered. "'I have no idea what you're talking about,' Roberto had replied. "'It appears that it is you who had a well-planned idea for a joke on me.' He had said slowly as he sat back down at the table. We're not in on either joke I had offered up to both of them. "Here, here," Bruce had offered with a laugh. Okay, all you wise guys, what exactly was I wearing when I walked in the front door a little bit ago, Roberto had asked all of us. By the way, Roberto and Bill were the only customers inside the coffee shop at the time. I had offered up to him, you had a black, long-sleeved, button-up dress shirt on. And you were wearing gray slacks and black dress shoes, Bruce had replied. Oh, that's real funny, guys. I never wear that outfit unless I'm at church. Never during the week, Roberto had exclaimed. You know, I didn't see Roberto carry anything back to the restroom with him I had then offered up. He could have hidden a change of clothing in the back prior to today, but I think I would have come across it by now, Bruce had suggested. Roberto then seemed to have spotted something outside the front door of the building, and so he had quickly risen out of his chair and had walked toward the door and peered through the glass. "'I'm really confused about something, guys,' Roberto had said. "'I know for a fact that there is a pawn shop located across the street from this building. Been there for years, but it's gone now. It was there just a few minutes ago, though.'" "'That's funny. Now you're starting to sound a little delusional,' Bill had suggested." I think you need to just drop your prank attempt right now. You know full well there are no pawn shops in downtown Kingsville. My stomach is getting a little sick and I'm feeling quite confused right now, Roberto had replied as he returned to the table that he and Bill had been sharing and then he sat down. After a minute went by, Do you have a wedding picture in your wallet, Roberto had then asked Bill? Sure, you know I do. Here, take a look at it. Bill had replied as he retrieved his wallet and then pulled the picture out and handed it to Roberto. Roberto's jaw had immediately dropped as he gazed upon the photograph in his hand. Bill's bride appeared to be Sylvia, Roberto's wife. He then shakily returned the photo to Bill and retrieved his own wallet from a pant's pocket, and after pulling a few photographs out of his wallet, he handed them to Bill. It was then Bill's turn to drop his jaw. In his hand were three wedding photographs, taken at different times during that event. And in each picture, the groom was Roberto, and the bride was, in fact, Sylvia, Bill's wife. This doesn't make any sense, Bill had offered. You've gotten really good at Photoshop, I guess, but this all just feels very surreal. Let's change the topic for a minute, Bill had then suggested. He looked at Roberto and then asked him, who is the current president of the United States? "'You know the answer to that,' Roberto had replied. "'You were astonished that he had successfully been elected.' "'Well, go ahead and humor me and tell me the answer anyway,' Bill had replied. "'Dwayne Johnson,' was Roberto's serious response. "'Dwayne Johnson? The Rock? Now that's a good one, my friend,' Bill had replied. "'Let me guess, Kevin Hart is the vice president,' he said with a laugh. "'And a darn good one, too,' Roberto had replied seriously.' Roberto, let me ask you something I had then said. Has the Novel Blend bookstore always been located right next door to the Kingsville Coffee Cup? Of course, Roberto had replied, without hesitation. Well, that was a relief, but I'm not sure why. It was about that time that we all noticed that Roberto wasn't looking too well. I think I need to go put some water on my face, Roberto had said shakily. I'm going to go to the restroom for a minute or two. All right, was all Bill could muster up as a response, and he watched his friend slowly stand up and then walk away from the table. Roberto had slowly made his way back to the restroom, and everyone had heard the door close behind him. Silence then permeated the coffee shop. I was thinking at the time that Bruce and I had just possibly witnessed one of the worst prank attempts that two friends had ever tried pulling on each other. A few minutes later, we had all heard the restroom door open back up and could hear footsteps moving quickly toward us from the back of the store. Roberto had a crazy look on his face upon his return, and he had excitedly walked to the front of the building and then peered out through the glass in the front door. Whew, this is crazy, he had offered up as he turned and walked toward the center of the coffee shop, and he and he kept looking around the shop. And look, guys, he changed back into his original clothes, I had pointed out. We all laughed, except for Roberto. "'Guys, this isn't funny,' Roberto had said sternly. "'You're not going to believe what I just went through.' "'Let me guess, a few minutes ago there was a pawn shop located across the street from here,' Bill had suggested. "'How in the heck could you have possibly known that?' Roberto had asked with a surprised look on his face. "'Don't you guys realize that I've been missing for like fifteen minutes or so?' "'Oh, you weren't missing,' Bruce had replied. "'I guess I shouldn't have had the toilet repositioned,' he then thought to himself. "'He was going to have to call the plumber back in, apparently.' "'What do you mean I wasn't missing?' Roberto had asked him, but hadn't received an answer. "'What I want to know is, who the heck is Dolores?' Bill had asked. "'We all had another good laugh with that question. "'All except for Roberto, that is. "'That's going to have to take some time. "'Now, I don't know anything about parallel universes and portals between them and such.' But I'll have to say, if such things do exist, the restroom at the Kingsville Coffee Cup, located in historic downtown Kingsville, must be one of the most unique portals on the planet. All right, we're going to take a short break here, and when we come back, I'll be introducing you to the music and talent of Kingsville singer-songwriter Patrick Aaron Taylor, so you don't want to miss it. From small-batch leather goods to outdoor lifestyle apparel, 2 Dove Outdoors, located downtown, has got you covered. Follow them on Facebook and shop them online at 2doveoutdoors.com. That's 2doveoutdoors.com. Patrick Aaron Taylor, a good son of Kingsville, Texas. With a deep, hearty mix of Americana and folk, this singer-songwriter has walked the walk and now effortlessly shares his life experiences and musical gifts with every heartfelt track. Patrick Aaron Taylor will capture your attention and your heart with his voice, lyrics, and guitar mastery. You'll find at least a dozen of Patrick's tracks on ReverbNation.com. That's ReverbNation.com. Simply search for Patrick Aaron
1: Taylor. I just want to feel how you breathe It's all so surreal to think you're really standing with me
0: That track was from Patrick Aaron Taylor, who hails from Kingsville. Please visit the Kate Apothecary, a unique boutique-style gift store located in historic downtown Kingsville, Texas, at 400 East Clayburg Avenue. While shopping at the Kate Apothecary, check out their amazing Slow North Candle Line, a fine product from a woman-owned small business in Austin. Those soy-based candles are infused with pure essential oils, and they smell incredible. The Kate Apothecary, located at 400 East Clayburg Avenue, across from the HEB Fuel Center, is open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Please look for The Kate Apothecary on Facebook and give them a like to show your support for locally owned small businesses. Well folks, it's about time to wrap up Episode 4 of a series of crazy conundrums and Start working on episode 5, for which the script is coming together very nicely. The idea for this story popped into my head about a week ago, and I I think you'll enjoy it. Oh yeah, please don't forget to look for our new Facebook page under Crazy Conundrums, and hit the follow button to show your support for our podcast. The new website is slowly coming together at crazyconundrums.com. That's crazyconundrums.com. Until next time, I'll see ya.